Yeah, 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 yeah. We back again. We back again. Ray Race Podcast live from the ninth floor. Hello Studios, beautiful downtown Dallas. What a beautiful day it is to be alive. Just thankful for life, health, and strength today. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. It's your boy Ray. And Ray. And Allison. You know, we back. We back in this thing one more again. Um, say this real quick. You know, people, uh, don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed to understand and value your standards. Choose your standards and keep them high. All right. That's a positive Word I want to start the show off with. Got an amazing show planned for y'all today. It's gonna be it's just gonna be Liddy, I think. Um, but you know, this is the time of the show where we like to reset people's day, uh, reset people's week. If you're going through some tough times and you just need to hear some positive words, we're gonna say some positive words to you right now and get this show started on a positive note. All right, y'all ready? Ready. Ready, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Okay, for those of y'all who are watching this video or listening to the sound of my voice, and just ca- and just in case someone told you today, you're beautiful. You're loved, you're needed, you're alive for a reason, you're stronger than you think, you're going to get through this, hey, we're glad you're alive, and don't give up. So, you know, when those tough times happen, you know, keep your, keep your words, you know, positive words in your mind, and you be able to get through that, all right? You know what I'm saying? So, man, like I said, we got a great episode for y'all. Let, let's get into today's <clears throat> guest, all right? So today we have such an amazing artist in the building right now. I want everyone to give a warm Ray Race podcast. Welcome to XB Valentine. Yo. <laughs> What's Yo, going on? How you doing? On? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. You know, it's a pleasure to be here. And I just want to say appreciate the invite. You know, it means a lot to even be on you, on y'all's podcast because, you know, this is dope to me. Man, thank you all. So, thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out. I know you got a busy schedule, a bunch of, a bunch of things going on. Uh, speaking of those things, you know, you just released Power. On the 30th, uh, September 30th, it came out, you know. Talk to us about power and what does that song mean to you? Honestly, I think the title itself just kind of gives it away. Um, you know, the the overall a goal for the song was we wanted to make a song that felt like a movie. You know, like you heard it and it was just like, whoa, like this feels like it, like you just visually see so much. But not only that, I wanted the song to kind of make you feel like almost powerful too because the song is genuinely like kind of giving a um what would I say a summary of all the trials and tribulations I had to go through in order to be molded into who I am now and I think just kind of like making a song about that but also giving it that very empowering feeling was important to me and I think that's why this song was just like I was so eager to like put it out and have people listen to it because I was like I want you guys to feel how I'm feeling right now so I'm feeling like super like untouchable and like I went through a lot just to finally feel that way and I think the song is just an overall like it's just it speaks for itself. That's awesome, awesome. If if I think I'm right, when you dropped that song, you did the show with Jordan Lucas the same day the song dropped, right? Yeah. And congratulations for doing that tour right there with Jordan Lucas. I appreciate big, big it. Up to that. I appreciate that. So talk about that. How did it make you feel, you know, you know, opening up the show and doing that show with Joyner? I mean, honestly, I'm a pretty big fan of Joyner. So just that alone meant a lot. I think, uh, you know, I'm still, you know, coming down from that high. Just a thought that I got to share a stage with the artist that I genuinely admire. And I have songs of his in my playlist, like when I go to the gym, like he's who I listen to. So to just that, like, you know, to even know that is a trip to me. So I'm still... So trying to process all of it. <laughs> all right, right. So, so we mentioned the, the release of uh, Power. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of releasing, uh, let's talk about the Rock Nation distribution deal you have. Talk to us about that. 
I mean, honestly, I think um, that was, like, the missing piece to the puzzle. Um, you know, uh, I haven't really gotten to speak very, like, in detail with all of that. and But it's pretty straightforward. You know, I did uh, sign a distribution deal with uh, Rock Nation. So, um, you know, they're kind of just in charge of helping me distribute my music more so. You know, they're not very hands-on on the creative process. More so just helping me get my name out there, which is, you know, as an artist, like, what more could I ask for, you know? Right. I want to be able to create, you know, to how I've been creating and just kind of keep things flowing the way I've been allowing them to flow. And it's just kind of an extra help. And I think the situation I'm in is perfect because, you know, it's they're still hands-on but not too hands-on where, like, I feel like I have this label, like, overpowering everything I'm doing. Like, I still have complete freedom of everything, you know? So I think that's the beautiful part, you know? Of course, later on in the future... You know, I'd be looking forward to, you know, maybe having discussions with other labels at some point, you know. But I think right now I'm still at the baby stages. It's still very early on. So I don't want to rush anything. I think whatever makes sense, I don't see why not go with it. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of just what my flow has been lately (laughs) as far as that. So what do you do uh, to prepare yourself for a show? Honestly, I think... um, the past year, I started um, going to the gym more because I've I noticed like my breath control is always something I struggled with, you know. And for a lot of time of my life, I always struggled with my weight, you know. It wasn't until like two years ago I really like kind of got more into like my physical health and trying to improve it. And I think ever since I like kind of put my focus in that, I've been noticing like my stage presence has gone like it's a piece of cake to me now. I can like I'm up there and I'm like I don't feel like I'm running out of breath and. I think that's what I've been doing more before shows is like, you know, I try to get a good workout in that, you know, it's more cardio where it's just allowing, like, I'm training my heart more, you know, and I think that has, like, allowed me to really, like, be able to just go on longer than usual. So that's really all, you know, I, I do like to, you know, re- rehearse the typical stuff, you know, I'll I'll book a room every now and then, but sometimes, you know, I feel like there's no need, I can just grab a remote and practice in my room and, like, put a mirror in front of me, like, that works too, but... As far as breath control, I think that's, like, the main thing I like to focus. So working out has been a priority. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. Uh, So my next question to you is now that uh, we're in a time where a lot of the music and genres are are blended, Mm -hmm. do you like to prefer yourself as, uh, like, an artist um, versus, like, being, like, a rapper or a singer? Do do you have, like, a prep? Like, what do you call it, like, a rapper or a singer? Honestly, I think that's always, like, such a struggle for me. Um, I always just consider myself an artist because I – don't consider myself a singer, but, like, I do rap, but I also do, like, melodic singing, rapping. So it's, like, complicated for me. So I like, artists, just because, like, I do everything. Yeah. Like, anything you, is like, hey, you can try this. I'll try it out. And if it works, it works. But as far as that, I just like to consider myself a creative, you know. I'll just, whatever feels right in the moment, I'll do it. I feel you. I feel you. Now, is there any particular artist uh, that inspire you? Oh, man. <laughs> I think this is, like, I, I, it's funny because I get called, um the baby weekend all the time so like the weekend is <laughs> yeah. like my like i listen to that man like 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 to me i don't know how to explain it but I, there's not a single song that he's ever done that i had to skip like mm. every single song of his i'm just like i wish i made that <laughs> like <laughs> and i think that's why i admire him as an artist because i appreciate like his creative like process and everything i'm just like wow like how the like how the hell does he come up with this stuff and why is it that no matter what he tries it still sounds good and i think that's something like i i want to be able to do that as an artist so i admire him and i love how he's just like 
strictly about music. Like, I don't think I've ever seen an interview of his. <laughs> like, there's no interviews out there of him. And Damn, there is. Yeah, there's not a single interview. Like, you try to look up a weekend interview, no, you're not going to find nothing. And I think that's why it separates him because, like, there's never drama with his name at all. He's strictly about the music. And I think that's why I like him so much is because you can tell – he loves what he does. I know he was just recently here in uh, Dallas, and he was, like, yeah. walking around Deep Ellum. What? I'm not Deep Ellum, sorry. Bishop Arts. <laughs> I was about to say, I used to live there. <laughs> yeah, at Bishop Arts. He was oh, just, man, that's crazy. Just walking around. Yeah, I would have died. Wow. So jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so, here for a second. I, I want to get deep, and I want to get real with you for, uh, about something here. Because um, I like to do my research before, you know, we do these interviews, kind of find out things about you. Yeah. Okay? So... I know your cousin was a big inspiration for you to get into music, all right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I know recently he passed away. Uh, rest in peace. Um, during that time of his passing, did you ever think about quitting music? And also to follow up with that, you know, one of his favorite artists was Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Let's come full circle. I know you did a song with Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> Break all that down for me, all right? Um, honestly, that was probably like the hardest thing I ever had to experience, to be honest. Um, just because he was the first person to ever tell me, like, you need to, like, get your ass in the studio. And, he, like, no one ever told me that. He was the first person. And this was when I was, like, 15. We were close. Like, he's – I never – we never referred to each other as cousins. Like, he would call me his sister. I would call him my yeah. brother. And, um, you know, when he passed, it was unexpected. He died in a crash uh, car accident um, in 2020. I believe. Um, so after that happened, him being like my biggest supporter and my, he was just like encouraged me more than anybody. And having that and like losing it didn't necessarily like take something away from me. If anything, it kind of like fueled me. I felt even more like I have to, like I have no choice now. Like he wanted this for me. So if I were to quit, like, what would that make me? You know, yeah. he's not going to be proud. <laughs> so I felt all I could do was just go even harder. And what was crazy is I met Smooth maybe like, I want to say maybe like six months after he passed away. And everything changed when I met him. And literally, like, that's just kind of how everything started happening. And it was weird because it, it was happening at a time in my life where I was like, I had lost something tremendously big to me. And losing that, like, I think I handled it a lot better because I was at a better point in my life where I like, you know, I had I've been going through uh, to therapy since I was like 15 years old. So, you know, I think being in therapy at a young age, like allowed me to come like face to face with my own things. So I think at that point in my life, like going through that, it was almost like I've been preparing for it all my life. <laughs> and it was weird because I felt like it had to happen because now I'm strong enough to like I feel like I can take on anything now because I was like, what? Like, <laughs> the someone so important in my life who I literally went to him for everything. Like, if I was going through anything in my life, he was the person I would call and text. So losing that, like, changed everything for me. And I was like, well, life is too damn short. <laughs> so I have one thing I got to do. And if I quit, like, I'm not going to get there. But it was like, if I keep going, then eventually I'm going to get there. And now I've, like, it's it means even more now because I have someone to do it for not just myself, but him. And I think, like, he's the reason why I keep going. And he's always going to be the reason why I keep going. Man, that is a, such an amazing... <laughs> like, that really made me feel, like, really motivated and passionate. And hearing the passion in your voice, 
saying that. Um, you know, you know, like I said, getting ready for this interview, you know, I did a lot of research and in doing so, I feel like I became a fan of you. Right now, <laughs> I so, like, I'm pretty dope <laughs> interviewing you. And you've been putting a lot of stuff out that I'm, I'm just vibing to. Like I told you in the other room, you know, you did a cover of Kalani's Can I? I think it's just banging. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, double up. You know, you know, that was that's a banger. Uh, Hate the way with Chris Perez. Like I'm saying, like, I can tell you, like I, I can talk on it. And um, speaking of Chris Perez, you know, what's that feeling like working with someone that is considered a legend in so many people's minds? How, how did how did you feel being like, oh man, I got a song with Chris Perez? You know, especially being a Latin artist. What did that mean to you? Honestly, I, it always trips me out when people ask me this because I don't think it nothing registers to me fully. Like even smooth, he's like, I'll tell you some crazy. Like he's like, I always tell you the craziest thing. He's like, and you will just react so subtly. He's like, but then you'll call me or like text me later on, like, oh shit. And he's like, your reaction is so late. I was like, I'm just like, I have to process these things. Like you just be telling me nonchalantly, like someone I've been like admiring my whole life as a kid just wants to talk to me. But like the Chris Perez situation was. He literally, like, out of nowhere, he I sent him the song, and he was like, ooh, I got an idea. He was like, how dope would it be if we got, like, a dope guitar at the end? He's like, matter of fact, what if we got Chris Perez to do it? And I was like, okay, if you say we can do it, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I was like, I just left it in his hands and kind of just, like, the song was done, so all I needed was a guitar. And he had sent me a screenshot of a text message that he had sent to Chris, and he sent him the song. And Chris said that he liked it yeah. and that he was down and add some riffs at the end. And I was just like, whoa. I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, now we just got to wait for him to do it. And it did take him a while. I think it took him maybe like a month or two to finally yeah. send yeah. it back. But which was crazy is, like, he ended up – or Smooth texted me. He's like, hey, I'm going to call you. He's like, just make sure you answer. I was like, okay. He calls me. He's like, I'm about to put someone on three-way. So I have, like, no idea what's about to happen. I'm, like, at home, just got home from the gym, like, <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. And he's like, Chris Perez is on the other line. And I just hear Chris like, hey, girl, like, just want to let you know, like, I'm sorry. I wanted you to hear from me that I am going to get the song done. He's like, I don't want you to think, like, you know, I'm not going to get around to it. And I'm just like, what? He's like, he called just to say that? Like, I was just, the fact that he even wanted to do it, but alone was just so much it meant so much and for him to take the time to call just to say that he was sorry for taking a while was like that alone was like whoa this dude but that showed what kind of person he is for him he doesn't know me you know so for him to like care enough to i want to make sure this girl like knows that was just like that was surreal it was funny because my mom actually put him on speaker and my mom recorded that that conversation because I was like, Mom, guess who I'm on the phone with? <laughs> She's like, Who? It was like Aww. Selena's husband. She's like, What? Yeah. I mean, my parents are like super Hispanic, so they don't know half of the people I'd be working with. So yeah, Chris yeah. Perez was like, Oh shit, you know? We know who that and is. Yeah, like we know that one. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. So, so you, you touched, touched on a secondary, you know, people you know you kind of looked up to and idolized, you know, gave you recognition. Yeah. So, on the topic of legends, here are some people that I, that I was told that, you know, kind of co signed you. We got names like SPM, mm-hmm. Bone Thugs and Harmony, Paul Wall, Baby Bash. Uh, like I said, one of my favorite artists of today is West Side Boogie. What does that mean to you, those people validating you and co-signing you? I think it goes back to that. Like, <laughs> It always trips me out hearing that. I think to me, like, I don't know. I don't really think back to it very much. But I like when I do, I just feel like the inner kid in me is like, 
can't believe it still. You know, I think I'm like still, there's just so much has happened and so much that like was so surreal. I feel like I still have like not processed a lot of it. Like I'll go back and listen to certain songs. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like Bone Thugs was on that. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like I was like, that was me on that song. And I'm like listening to it and I'll play it again. I'm like, what? Like not nah. like. I, I can't really explain what the feeling is because I don't think I really even know what the feeling is. So I think, if anything, I just feel like the inner kid in me is just proud more than anything because for a long time I was really scared to, like, pursue this and, like, doing it and seeing people like them responding the way they do is makes it all worth it. Facts, facts. So, you know, we briefly just touched on um, West Side Boogie which you were on tour with him uh, recently. Um, also, you have the collab, Luxury, with Westside Boogie, okay? Besides Luxury, what is your favorite song by Westside Boogie? Uh, personally, mine is Time with him and Snow and Liquor. Mm, that, that, that's my that's a good one, yeah. So wh- which one is yours? And let's talk about the whole experience with Westside Boogie. It was crazy. Is, uh, my favorite song by him is Silent Ride, and there's actually a backstory, which was... I had first discovered that album a little bit after my cousin had passed away. And it was weird because I thought the album had to do with something like someone passing away because the cover was like a funeral, a funeral yeah, yeah. right? So I just played it in the first song. I just like clicked shuffle. And the first song was Silent Ride. And I was on my way back from my cousin's house. We, for a whole week, were celebrating every day for him, like my entire family. So I, we're on the way back from like his house. And that song came on, and I was just like, whoa, this is weird. I was like, this song is kind of like, it's like a silent ride home, and I'm like feeling all these emotions. But it was like an upbeat song, and I was just like vibing, and I was just like, now I have that connection of that memory with that song. So that song just like, that was the only song I knew by him for a really long time until I finally like really started listening to the rest of his music. And I had just a few of the songs on that album, which was that one, Soho, and Time. Uh, I had those on a playlist, and I didn't like I didn't listen to like too much of his other catalog. It was just that album. So I was I knew who he was. And then he brought it up to me. He was like, How would you feel about doing a song with this dude named Westside Boogie? But at the time I think he would only go by Boogie. Boogie yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't know who that is, but it was like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he showed he sent me his link to his music and I go, I was like, wait. I was like, this is the boogie that I was listening to. And then he was like, you want to do a song with him? I was like, hell yeah, I want to do a song with him. <laughs> and it just kind of like happened. It was just crazy. And I think just that like that connection again, like with my cousin was just like, it was always like, I always felt like I was doing exactly what I needed to be doing when I needed to be doing it. Like everything was just happening and flowing. There was nothing being forced. And I think that was like how you kind of just know you're you're exactly where you need to be. So yeah. it was just it just happened. You know, you represent the LGBTQ community, all right? Mm-hmm. And t- talk to us, you know, now we're at a time where people can openly be in the music industry and openly, you know, represent that. Yeah. There was a time in music where you, you couldn't do that, <laughs> yeah. uh, especially as a minority. A uh, perfect example, uh, Tevin Campbell, mm-hmm. whose career was cut short because people knew he was, you know, he was yeah. gay. You know, and finally, recently, years later, he came out like we knew you were. Well, we know you're gay. <laughs> like we've been but, you know, thank you. Officially coming out. So, how does that feel to be able to just be you and be open and not have to worry about you know hiding who you are? Honestly, I'm very grateful. I think that's something I I try not to ever lose sight of because I had it much easier than a lot of kids in my position and. Like, I don't ever want to take away from kids who don't have it as easy as me, you know, because 
luckily my parents accepted me you know of course it wasn't easy in the beginning like a lot of kids who come out you know they had their differences and it was it's something you got to get used to learn you know it's all about educating yourself you know and that's something my parents had to do and eventually now it's been like three years since I came out so they're it's nothing to them but you know of course there are people out there where the people around them aren't accepting of them and I could not imagine what that feels like because like I said I'm fortunate enough to have people around me that don't look at me any differently so I almost forget how different it is and to think you know even in the music industry it's almost I used to think it wasn't an advantage I used to be like maybe I shouldn't put it out there you know that I'm LGBT maybe I shouldn't write songs that it's obvious that I'm a girl but then it got to a point where I was like well that's not fair I was like I don't want to write about a song about a non-existent dude in my life. Like, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's not even real, you know? So I think I, the more comfortable I got writing about females, the more I was seeing, like, whoa, I'm drawing in a different audience. And this audience is like, there's, this audience is just so big, and there's so many of them. And I'm like, why aren't I, like, taking advantage of the fact that this is my community? Like, I could literally be giving them something that not a lot of people are giving them. You know, of course, there are other LGBT artists out there, but not a lot and not a lot that are Hispanic. And, you know, of course, there's like Snow the Product. Um, I'm sure there's more, you know, on top of my head. She's just someone who came up in my... But I think we need more of it. And not everyone is like really like putting on for them in a sense like where they're letting it be known that they're LGBT. You know, they'll every now and then they'll say it, but I think for me it's important just because... I remember being a kid who was scared of who I really was. I was super in denial of being gay. Like, I did not want to be gay. Like, I tried so hard. But then it came to a point where I was like, well, I can't, like, fight who I really am. I was like, I've been miserable for so long. Like, maybe let me just try being me. And then you do it, and you're like, whoa, this is a whole different world out here. Like, (laughs) and, you know, it just kind of all came full circle. And I think I'm just grateful that, I'm at a time where the industry is just, you know, accepting of it and can't really argue with it, you know? That's awesome. That's so great to hear that, you know, you your community just came and rushed in. It's kind of like a testament to you being yourself. Yeah. And, you know, just to write off of that, you represent the Latin community, you know? And with music, we cannot deny that there's been an explosion, um, like back in the day with hip-hop and then pop, and now there's no question that there's an explosion in Latin music. Mm. How does that make you feel as a Latin artist? It makes me feel really good. Like, I don't know where I was recently, but I was like, man, I was like, they got Bad Bunny playing in here, and you got every race and everyone singing along. I was like, you got a white girl over there, a black dude over here, and then a Mexican girl, and they're all singing along, and it's Bad Bunny. And that's like a beautiful thing to see because like even on the radio stations, you'll be hearing on hip hop radio stations, you'll hear Bad Bunny come up. And to some people, they're like, I'm tired of this dude. But to us Hispanics, it's like we've been waiting too damn long for this. <laughs> like and I think that's honestly like if anything, I think it's really cool. Like I feel like, you know, Latinos are definitely kind of just like sometimes we're pushed off to the side a little bit and forgotten about. But, you know, I think we if we just kind of like found that balance too and found a way to just kind of make it work, you know, where to where it's not also just, you know, nothing but Latin, you know, we want to be able to just like mix it up to where 
we get a little bit of everything too, you know, because too much of anything is also not good. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that. But I love the blending Mm -hmm. of music now. I feel like the day and age with even with social media, it's helped bring different genres together that we can all enjoy. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see what collaborations come out after this, you know, huge Latin pop of music. Oh, yeah. So this is the part of the show. It's called Slow down, we just want to get to know you. This is where we kind of ask you some personal questions, kind of kind of fill you out, people, you know, get more connected with you. Yeah. Also, the Slow Down segment is brought to you by Lyrically Correct. You know, if you think you're Lyrically Correct, you want to play this music trivia game, go to lyricallycorrect.com, enter promo code RayRay, and get 20% off your next purchase from lyricallycorrect.com. All right, so first question for you. And you, you kind of mentioned this artist, you know, being one of your favorite artists earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So recently there were videos online of the weekend, you know, he you know, he had a show mm-hmm. and he lost his voice. And he came out and said, you know, you know, he was canceling the rest of the show, he's gonna reissue refunds, okay? How would you feel if you were at that show and that happened? Would you prefer that he canceled the show or continue t- to lip sync? You as an artist, what would you have done in that situation? I think me as an artist, I would prefer him to cancel the show just because, like, I wouldn't want to continue a show knowing, like, I can't give him all because it's like, well, this is pointless. The crowd's just about to see a shit show, you know what I mean? Versus, like, let's cancel this and let's come back to it whenever we can really give you a full, like, what you paid for, you know what I'm saying? So as, like, as a fan, and I think it helps that I'm an artist because I get it, you know, like, Sometimes, like, this shit, and for someone who would be doing as many shows as him, of course, like, yeah. you know, I could, I'm just, like, I, I can be more understanding, but as a fan, I can see the frustration, but also as a fan, I want to see what I paid for, you know what I mean? So I couldn't be mad at it, you know, but every, you know, teach their own. Some people might be pissed out there. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, he did refund people yeah, for yeah, that show, funny, so at least they got their money Yeah, back. I mean, yeah. and they still got to see him a little bit. A little bit, <laughs> All right, so I got a, it's going to be a slightly controversial question, all right? Okay. All right. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure you've heard of all the things that happened with R. Kelly and that whole situation. Oh, yeah. All his things going on, mm-hmm. all right? But you can't deny, he is one of the best writers and producers of all time, hands down. Like yes. His music speaks for itself. With knowing about all his personal problems and issues going on, if he was like, hey, I have a song for you, XB, I guarantee you it's going to be number one hit, number one, hot song. Promise you it's going to blow up. Would you be able to take it? Honestly, I could say without, like, even thinking about it, I'd say no. Just because, like, I don't care who you are. Like, it's it, at the end of the day, it's all about who you are as a person. Like, if you are some great artist, but you're a shit person, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that isn't, like, why would I want to associate myself with that? You know what I mean? So there's plenty of people who are capable of doing what he can do. And, you know, I'd rather get it done with someone who I know is a genuine person versus someone like him, you know, because he did some pretty dark things, you know, and stuff like that. Like, especially being a woman, like, nah. (laughs) Like, you know, I can appreciate the fact that you had your run back in the day, but that that was back in the day, you know. That was before I was born, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) so... And, and so that kind of goes into my follow-up question. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to separate, and I'm not just saying just him, mm-hmm. just anyone in general, an artist from something bad that they've done or a bad situation, can you separate that person from the artist? 
Perfect example. And I'm not trying to dog him out or say anything wrong. Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. He did something that was considered yeah. wrong to a lot of people. We don't know the whole story because we weren't there. Yeah. We only have one side of the story. Some people are like, oh, I'm never listening to Chris Brown ever again because mm-hmm. he put his hands on a woman. Is it possible is it possible to separate a person and the act they did versus from their music or talent? That one's kind of tough because I think it goes back to like we're not there. So we don't then there's two, there's three sides to every story, you know what I'm saying? Like there's their side, the other person's sides and then the truth. So we don't really know like like I think that's where it gets kind of tricky unless it's a situation that's been proven, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But in that case if it's been proven me, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to be like, "Oh, you're an artist right now, so I can fuck with you." But as a person, not like it's like you did this as a person, as an artist. You're still that person, so I can't. I just that's just me. But I've I've been around people who still associate themselves with artists that they know have done bad things, and they're able to separate. So you know, it's just a it's a it's all up to you and what you decide. But me, I just couldn't do it, you know. But there's people out there that do it, you know, for whatever reason. But I'm just not the one. <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Not controversial, I promise. Um, what song, it can be old, new, whatever, what song describes you best? For some reason, this one just kind of came on top of my head because it's like the song I like to listen to and I want to get pumped or motivated, but Stronger by Kanye West. That's a great song. Yeah, I think something about the like the feeling in it makes me just feel like I can like do anything. Yeah. <laughs> we miss the old Kanye. Yeah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> so what would be your dream lineup, um, tour lineup? Well, for sure the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say second would probably be Brent Fias. Uh, I don't know if I say his last name right. But I think everyone yeah, can answer everyone. Yeah. Um, Kalani. God, Sito Kalani. And, uh, dang, what's the other dude's name? Um, uh, um, uh, Roy Woods. Wow, Roy Woods. I love him. Yeah, I think that would be dope. It's like a whole lot of new R&B right there. (laughs) Yep, yep. Um, so out of those people, what would be your dream collab if you were one? I mean, I feel like y'all know the answer. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say I know the answer, but I didn't want you to y'all be offended. She's about to say the weekend. The weekend. <laughs> I, I had to say it a lot to manifest it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so we're going to skip that question then. <laughs> we already know the answer. <laughs> um, what do you enjoy more, the writing or the performance? <sighs> If you would have asked me this a few years ago, I would have say the writing, but now it's vice versa. I think because I used to be like, I had like no confidence. And back then I like, I was super shy and like just a real anxious person. And I think now like I have more confidence in myself as a person. So like it kind of makes it more fun to like be in front of a lot of people because like if you don't have confidence and you're standing in front of a thousand people, that is not going to end well. <laughs> like <laughs> oh, <no>. It's just <laughs> not. It's not going to look pretty for the people in the crowd. So um, you know, definitely performing. It's definitely done something for me. It has showed me because it was one of the scariest things to me. And it was something so scary I had to continuously do to now. Like, it's still scary, but like, I have fun while I do it now. And I think that to me is like so rewarding because I'm like, man, I remember I'd sit by the stage and I almost wanted to like pass out from how like scared I was. And now I'm like, like, I just have so much adrenaline. I'm like ready. I feel like a boxer, like running, coming out of the, you know, onto the ring and, and I think that feeling is like there's nothing I could compare it to. And then getting off the stage, 
and having so many people who didn't know who I was prior, like, coming up to me be like, yo, can I, like, get a picture? Like, I'm like, what? Like, that feeling is just crazy. Like, that's something I will probably never get used to. But, yeah, perform. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I'd like to end each interview with this question, okay? What do you want people to take away from this interview? That someone like me can do it, honestly. I think I spent a lot of time trying to find, like, a role model growing up that was just someone who was comfortable and 100% themselves. And I think now I want to be that for other kids. So there's a little girl out there who's brown, maybe a little chubby, and who, you know, (laughs) I want you to know that if I could do it, you could do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. So remember, you can do it if you want to do it, all right? Facts. Again, I want you real quick, shout out all your social media, shout out all your pages, you know, all the songs you want people to listen to. You shout all that out right now for me. Well, you can follow me. Everything is the exact same. It is just X B Valentine all together. No numbers, no none none of that. But it's all the same. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Spotify. Um, and yeah, make sure y'all go tune in. I just dropped power. It is out everywhere. Also the music video. Make sure y'all go check that out. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And thank you guys for having me. Thank you. Such an amazing, man, it was such an amazing interview. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. There was so much in that, you know, thank you, Allison. Thank you, uh, Ray Rock. Make sure I don't say your government. I don't put your government out there. <laughs> scammers be scamming, right? Scammers be scamming. And, you know, we're going to end on that positive note. You got a positive note for us, Allison? Check in on your friends. Check in on your family. You never know what people are going through. Um, you know, and if you need anything yourself, don't be afraid to ask friends and family because your mind might be convincing you that they're not, but they really are always there. So let's all be kind and loving and be there for each other. So real quick, also, we got to thank one of our new sponsors. Shout out to Lit Vacations. Uh, If you need to get any, you know, romantic vacation, cruise, family getaway, go to Lit Vacations, L-I-T-T, vacations.com, and they will take care of you. Ask for my man Austin. Tell him Ray from Ray Ray's Podcast Central, and he will take care of you on the next vacation. Also, make sure you tune in to our lyrically correct video we did with XB Valentine. XB Valentine. I can't talk. I'm so sorry. I apologize. <laughs> it's all good. I fumbled. Lyrically correct with XB Valentine is what I was trying to say. See how she did. Let's see if she's lyrically correct. <laughs> if you think, like I said, you think you want to be lyrically correct, go to lyricallycorrect.com. Type in that promo code Ray Ray to get your 20% off. All right. So this has been your boy Ray. And Ray. And Allison. This has been another edition of Ray Ray's podcast down from downtown Dallas. We are out of here. Hey, get money all day.